0: welcome back this is the learn to code podcast today i'm going to talk about how to learn to code in 2022 the start of a new year is pretty much passed by we already are engaging into month of march 2022 and everybody is pretty much settled in on the new year russia attack ukraine today if that helps to locate in time this episode, I hope it helps. A sad day for the entire world, and especially for. Anyway, coding and programming had forged me and had gave me a lot of what I have today, not just stuff, not just money. Programming and coding are basically a part of me. I cannot separate myself from what I do to earn a living, that is, a software developer, and who I am. Basically, I've been doing this for so long that I just cannot fathom what will I do if I manage to do something else. I do it out of love, I do it uh, out of obs- obsession maybe, uh, and I do it for a living. These are trying times for me and my family, but anyway. Learning to code and learning to code fast it has been uh, like the, the holy grail, like this myth, like uh, that you are going to be able to be the best of the best in a short period of time. And boot camps sell this idea that you are going to get to the goal in a very short amount of time. And I see the goal as a moving target is not a static. In this um, trade, because I don't really consider it a profession at this time, this trade programming software development is hard to do right and it's hard to learn and it's hard to learn the right way. There are many right ways, and the right way for everyone everyone, is going to be different. Maybe for you, uh, I don't know you really, but uh, everybody has its own pace. Uh, In my case, I am a very slow learner, and I forget faster. So in my case, I need to engage into a learning process. For example, the way I do learning, let's say I want to learn a new skill, uh, I use some of my money. I go to either Pluralsight, to LinkedIn Learning, or Udemy. Those are my three main ones. Uh, those places on the internet. They sell or rent access to courses. So I pick up one course and just one, and I buy it or get access to it. Then uh, I began watching or reading the table of contents, or basically the chapters or the sections of the course. That's going to allow me to see what's going to be covered on the course. And obviously there are greater courses that require hundreds or maybe uh, uh, we are talking about like uh, hundreds of of hours of study uh, when the course is around 70 hours of playtime. And this time is just, uh, this is not Netflix, by the way you're not supposed to binge watch the entire course in one setting or two because um, even if you understand every single video at the time most likely than not since you're just watching you are not writing anything you're not taking notes you are not programming you are not making exercises you are just watching just watching the course is going to feel good and the moment that you play the next video The previous video, the previous information, the previous knowledge is going to start to deteriorate in your mind. You are going to start forgetting about it. So uh, the wrong way to do it would be to just buy a course, hit play and sit down and try to absorb most of it. If you do that, in my case at least, your retention rate is going to be next to null. What does this mean? Maybe the day that you watch the course, you are going to keep it fresh on your mind, but the next day you are going to forget most of it. And the next day after that one, you are going to be close to almost a beginner understanding of whatever you were learning. By the fifth or seventh day, you are pretty much in zero. Most people that watch courses on one sitting, and I used to be one of those, that's why I know, we feel good about ourselves when we finish watching the course. We feel accomplished, we feel like we can take on over the world or any other project. But the second we get our hands on the computer and try to build something, the any minor hiccup that we face during that time, let's say, you know what, maybe whatever you saw on the video on the course is being done one way, but what happens if Ubuntu updated its packages and the software that is used for doing something no longer exists. Or maybe the new version of the software that you are learning or the programming language that you are learning has changed. And this may be a minor thing. Let's say this is going to be like, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe I was learning Django with Python 2 now I know I just need to learn Django with Python 3 and that should be as easily as upgrading and that's it more likely than not uh, version changes on either your programming language your tools your hosting solutions or pretty much anything may have a, a bigger impact why? because even if the version is changing something trivial since you're actually learning and you haven't built anything you don't have experience whatever hiccup whatever warning it raises whatever whatever happens that stops you on your tracks and you don't know what to do that's going to hit you really really hard it doesn't matter how trivial the solution actually is so that's pretty much one big reason to not binge watch an entire course But if you're not convinced and you feel confident in your memory, let me tell you this then. If you binge watch an entire course and you practice it the next day, or even if you binge watch one video and then practice it once, you know the teacher is writing some code, is running some code, is executing a script, whatever. You do it right away and you're going to feel really good. And you may feel or think that, you know what, maybe since I already wrote the exercise and executed the program, I'm doing good, I'm doing great, but that's a lie. Writing code while watching is helpful. It's it's way better than doing nothing and just watching the course. But the truth is that just doing it once has pretty much the same effect that just watching the entire course and, and, and pretty much do nothing. Why? because the second you finish executing the code, you are going to save it somewhere and it's going to remain there never to be seen again. Most of the exercises and code examples on these courses are not supposed to be working projects. They are supposed to be simple examples, for example. They are supposed to be hello world programs, uh, loop iterations, uh, how to manage arrays or something very simple. Even in the case of projects that are supposed to have been uh, developed, thinking uh, uh, in projects themselves, most of the time these projects are little games. Uh, These are uh, calculators, uh, body mass calculators in JavaScript that are very popular or in any other language. These are pieces of software called projects, but they are learning projects. Those projects are not supposed to be sold anywhere. Those projects are not supposed to be useful beyond the fact that you are learning. So if you are writing a, a, a drum set on JavaScript and I'm playing it on your phone and it's, it's fun for five minutes, that's fine. The truth is that nobody's going to pay you to do that. Or at least I don't think you can market it easily. But anyway, so we had talked long and about about uh, how not to learn to code faster in 2022. So the interesting thing will be, or the question will be how to actually do it. Well, uh, I do have my own system that I'm going to share with you and that pretty much works for me. The first step is, and you may uh, debate with me on this one, is get a natural notebook like a a pencil and paper to take notes. And how are we going to take notes? In a similar fashion to how we take notes on a classroom, yet we are going to be taking notes on a video. So how do I do it? Well, if I buy a course about something that is pretty much new to me, I have zero introduction to the subject, pretty much uh, something like, uh, like Linux command line, at the time I didn't really know anything about it. So I got a course about it and I got my notebook. And you may be familiar with several note-taking apps, but I think that you don't really need a digital copy of your notes. You may probably not even read them more than once and twice in your life. The purpose of taking notes is not to get the most beautiful notes out there. Actually I suggest you to I suggest you to write in the in the quickest fashion possible. Uh, and legible way possible so you can write fast during during playtime. that's great if you need to pause the video take a pause and basically write whatever you want to take note of that's right there is a technique called the cornell note-taking technique i suggest you to look for it on google or youtube and that's pretty much how i take notes with pen and paper uh, so Instead of basically with video courses, you have the advantage of pausing. You can pause. You can stop the play, the play through of the video and basically take a moment to take your Cornell notes. And the fact that you are writing with your own hand the notes is going to help your brain to link the knowledge with whatever long lasting memory you are looking for. The the target here, the goal, is not just learning the coding part. We already doing that by watching a video the thing is to give permanence to, to that knowledge to avoid degradation the first step is taking Cornell notes while playing the the course so the second step, after the video has stopped playing take a look at your notes and write questions on the side of your notes like if you were supposed to be a teacher and you are supposed to look at your notes like answers to the question. So the idea here is to basically add the questions to those answers and write them besides, okay? When you do that, you help your brain to organize your thoughts and you are revisiting whatever you were studying. Revisiting whatever you are studying is going to help you out to get permanence to the the knowledge, okay? Now you move into the next video and basically repeat this process as many times as you can. I'm not saying that you are going to be doing this from top to bottom in one, in one go. The way I do it is, you know what? If I find it uh, appropriate, appropriately, you know, I'm going to do that with every section on a Udemy course. Udemy courses more or, more or less are well-paced. And sections are well paced in the sense that I can sit down and do this process for an entire section and take a break for the next day, okay? So I take my notes during the play time, I stop the video at the end, I add the questions to the notes, and then I repeat the process with the next video until the section is over. Or if a section is particularly great or, or big, then I'm going to paste it myself. Maybe not the entire section, maybe some sections depending on how they are grouped by the subject, I mean. Some sections may last as long as three hours and a half. I had seen sections in Udemy courses that last that long. So maybe one hour or half an hour is good enough for me. Now, that's the first day, okay? The next day, you are going to study your note-taking. For example, you are going to pick up your notes for the subjects that you already study, and you are going to create index cards, study study index cards. You're going to find, then again, cardboard index cards that you can buy anywhere. And on one side, you are going to write down either the question or a, or a subject or a concept on one side, and in the reverse, you are going to write down on that same index card, you are going to write down the answer, the definition, the concept or the description of whatever knowledge you are trying to learn. Basically, sometimes it's useful to just copy and paste whatever is on your notes on the card. But the the right thing to do this is to basically on one side of the card, you are going to write three to four words describing a concept and on the reverse, the description in detail sometimes you may like to write or or draw a, a, a diagram or maybe a picture okay you are going to create these index, index cards for all the previous videos that you already saw and you are going to collect them because these cards are going to help you study once you finish creating your cards you are going to pick out one read the concept and then in your mind don't not reading not, not cheating here In your mind, be honest with yourself. Describe the concept in your own words. Then turn turn around the card and read the concept. And you need to be very honest with yourself. If the concept or the technique or the syntax that you wrote in the back of the card is not right, then put that card in a bunch. This bunch is going to be named things that I don't really understand, okay? Things that I don't know or I don't really know and then pick another card if that card has a concept that you already master then put that, put that card in another bunch the things that you do know that you master you are going to repeat this until you are running out of cards okay and you need to be very honest with yourself i cannot count how many times i cheated on myself so i'm letting you know the temptation is great because nobody is looking just you when you finish doing this discarding then you are going to have one bunch of things that you don't really know and another bunch of things that you actually know okay so the key here is to put attention to the things that you know that you don't know and pretty much ignore the things that you already know so basically the bunch of cards that needs your attention is not the things that you already know because since you already know them answering the questions in your mind is going to feel great because you already know but it's not going to give you anything. Focus on the bunch of the cards with the things that you don't know. So after you completed the bunch of cards you already watched them and rephrased them and you have your YouTube bunches then start watching the next section on the course and start watching from section whatever the name is whatever the number of the section is first video on the section and take notes again about the new section repeat this process take your Cornell notes finish the video then write down your questions or your concept names or whatever next to your notes continue with the next video until until the end of the section when the section is over pick up your notes and you are going to take a break. Do not create your index cards at this time. Wait for the next day. And the next day, you pick up your notes from the, from the previous day, and you are going to create your index cards. The index cards are going to be your main tool because those index cards are going to tell you what do you know and what you don't know. Now, I haven't told anything about coding, because this is going to be repeated once. You are going to do this up until the end of the course. No coding needed at this time. And this is part one of the study of how to learn quickly and efficiently and permanently. Uh, That's my objective here. And in part two tomorrow, we are going to talk about the coding part. But this is more than enough for you today to start exercising. You are going to be watching these courses more than one time. That's the deal. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow.